Welcome back, everybody. It's another episode of Thrive Circles. I'm your co-host, Chris Angel, here with our host, Tara Weir. Hi, Tara. Hello, Chris. Congrats on another, we're on what you had part three today of your Thrive Circles community. It's so exciting. It was very exciting. Yeah, I love hearing how it goes. Um, remind me the name of the series that you're in right now. A Deepening Connection to Ourselves. Yeah, I love that. And just for, if anybody's listening for the first time to this podcast, because I know we've done some setup before, um, connect some dots for me real quick on a deepening connection to ourselves and, you know, women in business leadership positions. Like, what, you know, why are we talking about a deeper connection to ourselves when we should yeah. be talking about leading to our key performance indicators? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so you want me to just describe sort of how it all fits in? I think so. I mean, especially from the the topic in the series that you're in right now, like, you know, we're talking about this because, you know, leaders, women leaders in business are experiencing blank, you know, like what's. Yeah. Well, I think burnout and they're experiencing disconnect and they're experiencing this unrealistic pressure that they put on themselves about how they're supposed to show up. So um, hmm. we're, yeah. we're changing the narrative on, leadership and women and um, and really putting value and shining light on acknowledging our own universal human needs that we have as mm -hmm. humans, um, you know, universal human needs. So um, having the conversation and really getting clearer and clearer about what, you know, what needs are being met when they're being met and what ones, what does it look like when they're not being met and what to do about it and uh, yeah. how to handle it and that kind of thing. So um, yeah. And that's really the first, that's, that's really the foundational first piece of deepening our connection with ourselves is really identifying our feelings and needs. Yeah. I love that. And, and so now that you're into part three of, of meeting with your community um, I know you had some stuff come up today in the conversation um, obviously I wasn't there for it. It's a women's only community, which I love. So what, what are you noticing that's coming up in the conversation, the observations? I am noticing camaraderie hmm. and the feedback that, that I got throughout the whole time that I heard from the members is that there's this, um, you see me, you hmm. understand me. Hmm. Um, and hmm. I can just hear how valuable that is to the members and, and how valuable it is for me too, because I'm, I'm in it, I'm in the trenches yeah. too. And so yeah. it feels really good to be um, just really understanding each other. And yeah. 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 And, and the topic you just, you were sharing with me before we hit record, just where some of the, the discussion went, like talking about needs or conflicting needs, how to navigate some of that stuff. I mean, I, I, if any conversation um, made you feel seen, it'd be, I mean, how many times do we feel like we're just you know, out of our mind because we can't reconcile these like opposing expectations and things we feel we're supposed to do. So to share that and be like, yeah, I have that too. Yeah. would feel good. So walk me through some of how that unfolded. Yeah. Well, you know, I, um, I shared about after somebody else shared, I shared about my relationship with my mom and the, mm. and the conflict that, that happens when we go back to visit and it used to be worse. Now we we've worked it through, but the conflict was, um, okay. She was wanting all of our, my family to stay in this 
tiny little house with my sister's family and her. And it just wasn't comfortable because we don't come back very frequently. So there wasn't like designated areas for everyone in my family. So it just wasn't comfortable. And so I took the leap and had the courage and said, this summer, we're going to stay at a local nearby hotel. And, um, and the first summer I thought it, it, it was a really difficult conversation and there was a lot of conflict because the expectation is we all come and we all stay together. And that's part of what you do as a family is you just suck it up. Right. Yep. And what I was saying is that this is our vacation and we don't take vacations very often and we want to be comfortable. And mm. when we're comfortable, we're not cranky <laughs> when we're comfortable, we're <laughs> rested and we're yeah. friendly. Um, yes. So, um, so that was a conflicting need that, that, um, that we worked out. And then ultimately she was like, wow, that was really great. That just worked out really nicely. And I'm like, check it out. Look at that. <laughs> so, um, but the, the tension, the discomfort mm-hmm. of knowing that mm-hmm. my need is conflicting with what my mom was needing, which was yeah. closeness. And she mm-hmm. was needing consistency because that's what we've always done. She was needing, um, connection because she sees that you know you come down in the morning for breakfast and you immediately start connecting and so um yeah yeah, so so we just Um, we made sure that her needs were met and my needs were met i can see that with uh if i think about my mom there's some similar things there you know just um it's uncomfortable often when i go to visit just because we don't have a lot in common she's not a conversationalist she doesn't really know what i do my line of work is like over her head she just is like i don't know what you do <laughs> it's like uh you know her, her house is old and so it smells like an old house it's just like all these things you're like ah, <laughs> fine i mean i'll go but how many times i have not had the conversation of like i'm gonna do i'm gonna create this the way i want to create it because i need to be sane when i'm here and i just i i don't have the conversation because i'm afraid of the upset or the argument or the friction the tension and I don't think that's uncommon in a workplace where you've mm-hmm. some, there are differing expectations and we don't have the hard conversation or we don't design a space that works for us because we just don't want the upset. Right. Right. That's, I think that's the norm. The norm is to avoid and to yeah. just be resentful or irritated or just, you know, uncomfortable or in distress. Yeah. That's right. what we do instead. We suck it down. We choke it down and mm-hmm. try to just keep a thumb on it and, right. And then we are passive aggressive and then we are, you know, checked out or we're disconnected. And yeah. so, yeah, you're right. I mean, I think that's, I think that is really the norm of most organizations because especially for people that don't want to rock the boat, that want to be agreeable, that want to be likable, that want to, you know, they don't want to risk it because it's a yeah. risk. It's a risk. Yeah. And to be, a, uh, I think the, the way I justified it for so many years was being a team player, you know, like, Okay, I'm accommodating. I could be a team player. I can fit in anywhere. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. And for me, it was um, the added piece of like what it meant if I asked for what I needed that mm-hmm. that it was selfish or that it was mm-hmm. needy or mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And um, and ultimately, it really did work out to be this beautiful summer of balance and connection and. Um, and so I think that in the workplace, we make assumptions that it's not going to work out, that it's, that I can't say anything, that there will be this tension, there will be this conflict. 
And, um, you know, from what I've witnessed from leaders I've worked with is that when they have the courage to say what they need to say and they say it, then it's like, ah, and then there can be an opening for communication and there can be an opening for creating something together instead of me, you know, stuffing it down and not bringing it to the table. Yeah. I, I, um, I just had that physics law in my head that, you know, the action reaction thing, you know, where it's like, uh, and I just had this image of, um, a, a leader in a, in a space being the, the cause of something changing, you know, to show up and say, this is what I need could change company culture for years simply because somebody was in touch with, um, their needs you know, yeah. getting, getting connected to like a deeper connection with myself and then going, how am I going to design this position in this work to, to accommodate me thriving here we in a culture where nobody does that. Somebody right. stepping in and doing that could really literally open something in an organization that lasts for decades. Yeah. It's, it could be a tipping point. There's no question about it. Because yeah, word. Yeah. I think of I think of our systems as a model. Like you remember the old days when you would get a, a, um, a what do you call it a hanger, and you'd break the hang, you kind of split the hanger, and then you have different parts hanging from this hanger, and it's like uh-huh. you know maybe it's the planets. Maybe we did this like display hmm. for the planets, right? Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. So sure, yeah. everything is balanced and even as it's in there, right, on this system. And then one of these pieces of the system shifts and no matter what, it automatically affects the rest of the system. Uh So as a leader, we get to think about what move do I want to make? What action do I want to take? How do I want to show up that can help shift the system in a way that is really positive? And I think we do it unconsciously and it doesn't always get the results we want because we're being pretty unconscious about it. Yeah. But if we can be intentional about, well, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to start bringing this to the table and I want needs to be a conversation because, you know, I have a project and I need help with this. Here's what the help looks like. And mm-hmm. I mean, it can really change how teams work together. Yeah. What, what, and when you, uh, in the community today, or even in your own experience, um, what are some of those mechanisms or practices that start to create a deeper connection with ourselves? so that we can find, bring that unconscious thing maybe forward to our consciousness. So the practices that I'm working with my group on and with my clients on is expanding our Mm self-awareness. So it's becoming more aware of our body sensations Mm -hmm. um, when we have distress or discomfort in our bodies, listening to that, um, it's noticing our emotions and being able to name our emotions with more nuance um, and just saying, I'm mad. It's like, well, I'm, I'm disappointed and I'm feeling frustrated about like being able to be more mm. intentional about the language we use when we're describing what our experience is. Yeah. Um, so that people can really understand us and we can really understand them. So it's, it's in the language of naming our emotions um, and it's mindfulness around our thoughts. It's being mm. mindful of um, that, our, that our emotions and our body are connected to thoughts. And so 
if I'm have discomfort in my stomach, like it's tension in my stomach, then I can tune into what is it that I'm thinking about Mm -hmm. um, that is maybe related to that. Um, So when I have a Mm -hmm. tense stomach, um, I'm having the thought of X, Y, and Z, Mm -hmm. you know, like, um, so it's this connection that's making this connection to all areas of, because it's all feedback. It's all feedback. Everything going on in our body is Mm -hmm. feedback. And when we have certain feelings that are their clues that our needs aren't being met. Um, and then there's feelings that are clues when our needs are being met. And so it's tuning mm-hmm. into that, being willing to look at that and say, okay, um, you know, like if I was working with somebody on a project and I was waiting for their part, their part so that I could move my part forward yep. and my frustration was building and building and building and building, um, You know, if instead of avoiding that, I had a frank conversation and said, hey, I need your cooperation here. Um, Our deadline is X date. Here's what I'd like to know is, would you be able or willing to Mm. get me your part by Friday so that Mm. I have time to do my part until the next Friday or whatever? You know, so it's like this, Hmm. it's being willing to put yourself out there and risk it but we have to be aware first that we have that need. So instead of just going through the habit of being pissed off at your coworker, um, mm-hmm. a- avoiding them in the break room or, um, mm-hmm. you know, kind of being negative as they're sharing the team meeting and just kind of judging them. Right. Cause we're frustrated with, with them. Mm-hmm. We deal with it because we know we're aware we're tuned in and we go, okay, so I'm going to have that tough conversation. I'm going to have that courageous conversation. I love, um, it's what occurs to me is, uh, what I, and what I love about the self-awareness piece and the connecting a deeper connection to ourselves. It's almost like, um, you're getting the source code, you know, it's, you're get it's not a script of how to deal with conflict in the work workplace. Like, okay, here's how you do active listening. Not that active listening is bad, but when it's a script and then it still leaves you feeling that thing in your gut, you're like, I did the script, but I still have that uncomfortable gut feeling. Yeah. You don't have access to the source code, which is like, what am I feeling? What's causing that? What is like, because mm-hmm. you're not connected to yourself in it. You're just trying to, you're just trying another tactic or strategy to try to, you know, move it forward. Right. Right. And there, there isn't, there isn't a formula. I would say that the, the only formula is connection to ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the trick and it's, it's being mm-hmm expanding our awareness, you know, because you're right. There is no formula for, I mean, whenever I've ever taught or trained or coached in conflict resolution, I mean, I have tools that I can use that I can bring in the conversation uh, methodologies and that kind of thing, but it all comes from our awareness Mm -hmm. of what the challenge is, what the needs are um, and what the request might be on, on, um, you know, from, from the other person. So, um, yeah, yeah. It all comes down to, it all starts and comes down to a connection with ourselves and being aware of, Mm. um, our feelings, thoughts, and, um, sensations. Yeah. I can also see the benefit of being in a community in a conversation with others, sharing these kinds of awarenesses because, um, sometimes I can compare notes, right? Like, Oh, I hear how it shows up for you. 
And I now recognize that in me. I didn't recognize it till you said it, but now that you say it, I can I can actually feel the same thing. Oh, that's interesting. So I yeah. love that you're actually able to explore that with those in your Thrive Circles community. Oh yeah, it was just going off. Lights were just going off today. Like, <laughs> oh yes, totally. Uh-huh. Or uh-huh. oh, I never thought of that. And like, right. there was just that's all great. sorts of connections happening in the conversation. That exactly what you're saying. It mm. was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> it was so really awesome. cool to be a part of. Yeah, I love that. I love that you're hosting that space too. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I suppose that's a good place to maybe invite others if people wanted to learn more about Thrive Circles and um, and the community that you're creating. How do they apply? How do they join? Well, they can go to thrivecircles.org and there'll be um, information there. There's an apply button, apply now for um, to apply for being a part of the group. Mm. And um, they could also go to thrivecircles.org forward slash invite. Mm. And there's a video and there is um, the conversation you and I first had about the group, what people can expect. So it's a great way for people to learn more about the group. That's perfect. I love it. Well, I'm excited to see where the next conversation goes. Uh, this again, this work is fun because it's emergent. It keeps unfolding, and you know, every uh, the more people that join, the more places there are to explore in in these truths and these these uh, what's the word frameworks? Um, yeah, the, or um, truths. Yeah, truths. I think is probably a, a good word. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, truths. Uh-huh. So yeah. good. Well, thank you, insights. Tara. So good. Um, yeah, insights, right? Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll see you in the next episode. Um, those of you interested in learning more about Thrive Circles, go to thrivecircles.org. Thanks, Tara. Yes. Thanks, Chris.